0: When Jim's present, it's really interesting because we always share in this movement of spirit. But last month and when I was in England, when Jim wasn't there, I ended up doing the sharing for both of us. So I ended up talking like an hour and a half or so. So I don't know if you want to hang in there that long, but we'll see what happens. Many of you know, we haven't talked about a lot over the years, but in the beginning, Jim used to share more about it. Where, when we come together as a group, this action of the Holy Spirit really draws upon every individual within the group, including those of you even watching online. That's why I got to admit, I'm still getting familiar with it. It's kind of odd, still on this level, to be aware of all the other people watching in, because in spirit, we're all connected, (laughs) but in spirit, there's that oneness and more neutrality. But as that movement of loving moves within each individual consciousness, as it pulls that together in that oneness, it takes into consideration all the individuals and will then to begin to pull together and draw upon that group consciousness to begin to share in this movement of loving, to begin to answer for the individuals listening and watching. And so a lot of that movement as it takes place, whether it's before class, during class, or meditation, it's always unfolding. And then all Jim and I attempt to do is to really respond to that and to share from that movement of loving that is drawing upon your loving, but also in that your own individual lessons. And that's why we talk about the karmic, unlearned lessons and process of liberation as well as that greater oneness of loving in that beingness of God directly because in truth it's really all that oneness and loving and beingness but out of that oneness and beingness comes all the individual's expressions that each of us are there's one son But out of that one sun are many rays of light. And each of those rays of light is you and you and me and you and all of us. At some point, you're going to know that. That you are a divine, living, loving essence and expression and spark and ray of that one divine light. And so in all of our sharings here in ILM, is this simply to begin to stir that awake. It doesn't matter what we share or talk about. What matters is, is that movement of loving beginning to stir awake inside of you as you listen, as you watch, as you meditate, as you experience, as you're aware. And you notice It takes a focus, a holding our attention, even if it's on my words or face. But same thing in meditation, when you don't have a physical form to watch and listen to, but rather now to close your eyes and focus on that inner light and sound or that sacred name we share of. Whether it's the hue or the anahue, or the sacred name of initiation, that unspoken name of God, that Jesus shared, that Moses shared, that Lao Tzu shared, that Rumi shares. Many, many always share the sacred name of God and this action we call initiation is one of sharing that sacred name for any soul that is ready to begin that greater journey of now return, that when we come to the point, as I was speaking of earlier, where we have the journey in the world and our karmic lessons, and at some point when we're ready to now complete that, we begin now this turning. Instead of looking down and out, we begin to turn within ourselves to begin to look in and up. And so begins that journey now of waking up spiritually of fulfilling and finishing the lessons in the world, the karmas, so that we can really begin to now move back into our true residence or home and spirit. That sacred names, often referred to the keys to the kingdom, the names of God, the unspoken names of God, the music of the spheres, and many others that escaped my mind at the moment, and I'm not going to seek them out because I don't want to go into my mind. But all these references, those names truly are the keys to the kingdom. Have the doors been locked? Or did we simply just close them behind us and then simply forget about it? So what we share here in ILM in these sacred names an initiation. Initiation is simply the action of where we sit with you and share with you these other names besides the Hugh and Anna Hugh. And that initiation, that's it. It's not like a fraternity or sorority. You know, well maybe we should start getting out a paddle. That would probably help with a few. Me being maybe the main one. I don't hear anybody denying that one. (laughs) that those sacred names, just as we chant the hue in the meditation technique, it is the same with the names. The hue begins to wake us up to the God essence, the hue in the man. The hue, the God essence, the soul that we are, right here in the physical consciousness. But then there's these other levels. That's why we have the chart of the realms out over here, the levels of self, where we talk about the astral or the imagination the causal, which is the emotional, the mental and the mind, the unconscious or void and etheric, and then the soul. So there's five other names, the astral, causal, mental, etheric, and soul. Those five names make up the one name of God that is even spoken of in the Lord's Prayer. Hallowed be thy name. You go look at the Hebrew Bible, it is the unspoken name is mentioned all over the place. A lot of the English translations and the Christian Unfortunately, they've taken it out. But it's there. It's just called do a little perusal, do a little research. It can be a fun part of the journey. But we don't want to make it too mental. But we realize giving some of the information is important as well, so that at least you have some understanding for the mind for something to pursue. And it is always in that pursuit and the seeking after that leads us through the experiences we're to have anyway to not only learn and fulfill the lessons in this world but to also learn and fulfill that greater journey of awakening and moving into that greater oneness. So these names of God that we share and speak of simply begin to continue the journey now just like what the hue and here we're doing to begin now the journey beyond the physical. This is often referred to as a mountain, an inner mountain that we climb. Many of you are familiar with the chakra system or chakra, depending on how you want to say it. It's a mountain. We climb it all the way up to the top. Then what? What do you do once you made it to the top? I'm one with everything. That's right. You are. Now what are you going to do about it? Well, first we'll probably enjoy it for a while or maybe we'll embellish it and maybe get caught in the ego and brag to everybody about it and Set ourselves up as the next spiritual teacher. Hey, a lot of people do it. But if you made it that far, that's definitely worth teaching. But what do you do once you're here? Well, just like the top of every mountain, once you reach the peak, well, if you look up, there's a lot of sky between the top of the mountain and the sun in the sky. This is the beginning of the journey here. And this is about stepping beyond the peak and taking flight because that's what the soul needs to do in order to reach that sun. Well, even on this planet Earth, it is amazing, this physical creation, how it so reflects the spiritual creation. So just like this planet Earth has an atmosphere and a gravitational field in the pop through that atmosphere That you rise above gravity? Well, guess what all these other realms are? from The physical, the astral, the causal, the mental, and into the etheric. It's like trying to get through the earth's atmosphere. I like to say karma is like gravity. It always pulls you down. And the higher you go, if you haven't risen above it, boy, does it hurt when you hit back. What goes up must come down, right? Until you break through the gravitational pull. Just like the planet, so it is with our own revolving karmas around us in our energy fields. So we've got to come to the top of that and begin to know how to take flight beyond it. The hue brings us there to the beginning of the journey. And then the sacred name now continues beyond. To rise up through the atmosphere, the realms, our own consciousness, our own imagination... To walk through our own fantasies and fears. All of our desires and attachments. All the emotions that go on. Not only the bad emotions that are disturbing and painful, but even the good ones. Even happiness and pleasure that can begin to become an attachment where we're always seeking that in the world to stimulate it. And the thoughts and belief systems that we carry on anything... Well, they're still just thoughts and belief systems. And that's how it keeps the soul focused, down and out. That's the gravity that pulls us down. So to even rise above the mind into the void, which a lot of the different mystics such as in Zen and Buddhists do, that's why they move into such a wonderful place of peace and stillness and that quiet joy, that etheric level, the void where there's nothing there. Well, that's kind of that little zone right above the gravitational pull, but you're close enough it can suck you right back down in. And that's that's the area though. And not only do you need enough power, well, it's often referred to as the power of the name, which is really just loving to give you that boost beyond but also that opportunity to really let go. There's a lot to be said for letting go. Because all that power in that name and all that love that we even may have for God and ourselves, it will always honor that which we choose. So if we choose to hang on to something, it will honor that until we make the choice to let it go because we want that loving in God more than those attachments in our mind, emotions, imagination, and body. And that's the great leap of faith, the great sacrifice. And that's the hardest one to do. And you can't even kid yourself about it. A lot of people try to kid Jim and I. Have I done it? Have I done it? You're doing it. You're doing it. When you really do it, you'll know. And yeah, there's stages. And it doesn't really matter. So why use anything against yourself? Why not let it all support you? Including that sacred name, because in that name is that power of that loving that literally is like a rocket to break you through the atmosphere so that you can fly beyond it. But then you still gotta get to the sun. Well, that's way beyond the moon. Yeah, why am I going to rise above the atmosphere just to go burn up in the sun? Well, you see that burning into the sun and entering into that is one of the greatest fears and illusions the mind will portray in the soul to keep it caught up in this world so that it won't let go. That pesky little mind and all the logic and common sense It doesn't work. We didn't say this was easy, but we did say it was simple. And it takes a whole lot of love, and that's all it takes, is a whole lot of love. Because really, that loving that is in the name and within each of us is all one and the same, and there is no greater power. What do you think? gives life to even... You look at this physical universe, not just this planet and solar system. It's unbelievable. What do you think created all that? Well, why not wake up and find out? If you are experiencing and feeling that inner tug or pull or call in the words we share here, Stir something, inspire, make you question and wonder. Maybe even be a little rebellious, but not too much. We want you to take care of yourself, just like we try to practice ourselves. But just enough so that you question not about the world, not about governments, not about politics, not about belief systems, not about any of that. But you question yourself and all that you've been believing and buying into? And does it serve you or does it hinder you? And to begin to realize that you have a choice. Some people say there's only two things, love and fear. You can buy into that, but that sounds kind of polarized to me. In truth, there's only one thing and that is loving. But until we make that our true One choice and focus. All the rest of the journey is going to unfold to discover there's really only one choice because in truth that's all there is. So how can you really choose anything else? Because did you know that everything in creation is simply an expression of that one loving? Why do you think I just shared one day you'll wake up and realize and no, you're one with everything because you are the one with God that has created everything. It's just a journey. It's just a journey. But are you getting caught up in the journey? Are you willing to begin to look at the journey and learn the lessons, let go and love yourself and to love God in the process, to begin to wake up beyond it all and really know the creator of it all? But first, you. You are the creator And then ultimately you'll know who created you. And then you'll know that you're one and the same. Boy, in truth, these are really some bold statements that we make here. But such has every spiritual teacher through the ages because those statements are the truth that each soul will awaken to in its own time, in its own journey. And so all we do here, as I said earlier, is if we try or attempt to offer, to present, to share that which Jim and I have awakened to and know within ourselves. You don't see any books here. And I don't have a very good mind for memorization. I can't even remember a joke, let alone some kind of speech. But when it's a true movement, of spirit we call inspiration. And that flow of loving, it is an eternal flow, infinite and never ending, infinite and never ending, always moving no matter where it is in any creation, in any tree in the Garden of Eden, in any experience. Because in truth, the soul of who we are is always journeying upon that river of loving that we call the sound and light of God or the Holy Spirit. God created through the Holy Spirit. And we that God created, that God loves, wants to be loved back. Why do you think we have to love one another to give and to receive? It is the same with God. As God loves us, all we have to do is turn back around and begin to love God. That's it. When we do that, all this other mumbo-jumbo, hocus-pocus, and all the stuff we talk about melts away. So be willing to sacrifice being one with everything to be one with God. And just know that this sacred name that we're doing here is not special or unique to ILM. It's not a New Age thing. It is the same thing that has been going on not only for eons of time on this planet, but other places too. Anybody see the Green Lantern movie? Some of it's kinda corny, but I like corny. But it's really cool, all the Green Lanterns, these guys go to this place in the solar system or universe somewhere, when they have a ring, and that ring, that green light, they all have their own light, the ring chooses them, and they go back, I'm giving away the story if you haven't seen it, but you gotta see it, it's cool. (laughs) Well, the reason I like it is because they go back to one source where each of their own green lights or lanterns came from, from the one light. Even though it's green, I like green, don't get me wrong. But go up the spectrum of the rainbow, to blue and to purple and then into white. That's why we talk about the blue and purple light because those are the higher frequencies that lead us into the white lights. The blue light is really the top of the mind. The purple light's going through that etheric realm into the white light, which is the spiritual realms. White light. I remember in school learning the spectrum of the rainbow and the little prism and the white light, and then, pum, there you go, all the colors. And so it is on the frequency, the soul's journey through this creation. And so there's the practical scientific part of the spiritual journey. This is actually very simple, science and such is the journey of the soul and why we speak of it that's why a lot of the times when you meditate you see that purple light or maybe the blue and sometimes the white those are those frequencies of loving the movement of light and consciousness I know one of the things I do here is take out all the magic and the mysticism. I like to say I like to demystify the mysticism. It's still magical. But once you start to understand the science of it, you realize, okay, like every magic trick, there's always something that goes on behind the scenes. Well, so it is with spirit. It's only behind the scenes as in physically you can't see it, but spiritually you can You've just got to go into the spirit to be able to see it. If you want to wake up and know your divinity, you've got to go into your divinity to wake up and to know it. You can't know it and see it here through the physical body, through the imagination, through the emotions of the mind, and not at the unconscious mind either. You can't see it that way. It can only be seen spiritually that means through your soul because who you are is that soul is of spirit so to wake up and know the spirit that you are you have to go into the spirit that you are and that's what this action of the meditation and the initiation with the sacred name is all about is it avenue that way that loving that god has extended to each of us To love God back. That call and the pull, that tug we experience inside is God loving us. And all you have to do is pick up the phone, answer the call. And the action of meditation is doing just that. The true action of meditation is opening the door, answering the call, and truly now loving God back as well as finally receiving that loving that God's always been extending. So keep it simple, soul. Whether you're stupid or simple or silly, keep it simple, soul. I like to do a little bit of all of it.